0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Harris Faulkner. And this is the Fox News Rundown. August 25th, 2023. I'm Tanya J. Powers. A new Texas law designed to keep kids safe at school is about to go into effect, and some districts are still scrambling to fulfill its mandate.
1: It would require every public school to have an armed person on campus, and it has to be in effect by September 1st, next Friday. And frankly, uh, school districts are scrambling all over the state to come up with the staffing.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. On September 1st, a new school safety bill goes into effect in Texas. Passed in the wake of the deadly shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde that took the lives of 19 children and two adults, it revamps school safety by requiring an armed officer in each school.
1: Well, this is all in response to the devastating school shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas in May of 2022. Nineteen students were killed in that shooting and two teachers.
0: We're speaking today with Fox's Casey Stegall, who was in
1: Dallas. Lawmakers and education officials. Elected officials have taken a good look at how we can make our schools safer. So another Uvalde, another Santa Fe high school shooting like happened near Houston doesn't happen again. So they introduced House Bill 3, and there are several different arms of this legislation. Number one, it provides mental health training for certain professionals in that educational setting. Number two, it compels districts to implement active shooter plans Number three, it requires them to conduct threat assessments and work closely with DPS and other law enforcement agencies. It creates a regional safety team for intruder detection. We know the shooter in Uvalde snuck in through a, a back door that wasn't fully closed. And so now they're going around and, and doing audits of those doors. And perhaps the biggest and the most controversial part of House Bill 3 that goes into effect September 1st is it would require every public school to have an armed person on campus. Already, that's already happening with middle school and high schools in the Lone Star State, but not elementary. So this would include elementary schools as well, all public schools, and it has to be in effect by September 1st, next Friday. And frankly, school districts are scrambling all over the state to come up with the staffing. The law says that it can be either a peace officer, a school resource officer, a school marshal or a school district employee, like a teacher or uh, another school district employee, an administrator that works inside the building. Some of the districts have talked about not feeling comfortable with that, but feeling comfortable with the idea of a trained former police officer, former military, a peace officer having these responsibilities, but they're hard to come by. And when you're talking about putting one in every public school across the Lone Star State, those are huge numbers.
0: Yeah, let me let me get back on that for just a second. So let me make sure I understand you. This could be, as you said, a peace officer, a school resource officer, a school marshal, or a school district employee. That could be a teacher or somebody who works in the building. What, if anything, in this law mandates training
1: for this? So as far as the training goes, there are you know certification courses that, that would have to be taken in order for someone to be able to count or be be authorized to be the individual in that school campus that is armed. There are third party companies whose phones are ringing off the hook and they provide what are called level three officers and, and those level three officers have enough training and they'll be in compliance to uh, effectively serve as one of these armed individuals at a public school. So there are some third-party companies that are working behind the scenes with districts as well, trying to get the right qualified people in there to meet the requirements set by lawmakers.
0: This was just passed in May, right?
1: Right. It was just passed in May. And so there has been some criticism that there wasn't uh, enough time really given since uh, the school has already started. And most places were outside of an elementary school. In Dallas, and we've seen the kids coming and going and out on recess. Other districts, it's it's a bit staggered. But uh, some administrators have been very vocal, saying that this really doesn't give them very much of an opportunity to prepare for it. And another part of this is the cost, right? So the state is going to give each school fifteen thousand dollars plus ten dollars. Per student. So that is something that the state is going to give them as a supplement to provide these services, but then the district is going to have to pick up the rest. And that is also. A question when school districts are already tight with budgets and they're already trying to squeeze as much as they possibly can out of what they've got that could end up costing school districts more money districts for example that are hiring these third parties as headhunters if you will that is all at a cost and the districts are picking up what the state doesn't provide
0: we've been speaking with fox's casey steagle who's reporting from dallas more after this I'm assuming that these, whoever is the designated person to have the gun in the school and be armed to fulfill this law, I'm assuming they have to undergo background checks?
1: Of course. I mean, if, if law, you're a member of law enforcement, a peace officer, I mean, that, that's part of it. You've got to undergo background checks, psychological testing, you know, that, that is just as a normal police officer that, that has to go through this kind of testing. So we're not talking about just giving anyone a gun You know, I guess you could argue that if you give one to a teacher, obviously a teacher, even if they go through certification training or they have proper training classes, one would argue they don't have the experience or they're not as comfortable with with a handgun or a weapon as, say, a police officer is where they're trained to use that in high stress situations. I mean, we saw that here in Allen Texas when that shooter was at an outlet mall and there was a mass shooting and he was just picking people off and there was a police officer that just so happened to be on site responding to a different call And that police officer, under such duress, did exactly what he was supposed to, ran toward the danger, and he fatally shot that suspect before there could be any more fatalities. So a teacher isn't going to have that same kind of training, and that's why a lot of these districts are saying they feel more comfortable having a peace officer or a police officer in this role as opposed to the marshal program or someone just in the building.
0: There are going to be critics, obviously, who have already spoken out about, you know, that they don't like this this idea. There will also be some who counter it by pointing out the fact that you had almost 400 law enforcement officers to respond to the shooting in Uvalde. And nobody went inside and stopped the shooter. Is this going to actually work? That, that 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 could be a valid criticism. One of the things that has also been talked about was, you know, even the Uvalde parents, from what I understand, they were advocating, saying that it's, you know, the ease of which it, it is to, that someone can purchase a gun. That has been one of the things that's been brought up in response to this. Some of the families spent the legislative session pushing on lawmakers to raise the age to buy a semi-automatic rifle that was not part of House Bill 3. Have you heard anything about that?
1: Yes, they have been upset, so the you 're exactly right. The Uvalde parents were in Austin, and they were holding signs with those little faces of children that were lost in that mass shooting in may, and they were primarily advocating for not only more school safety I mean look, one of the doors was not locked properly in, in one of their schools, and that's how the shooter got in so not only were they calling for more school safety measures in general, but you're exactly right, they were also asking that the age be raised to legally purchase a semi-automatic rifle from 18 to 21 because the the suspect who carried out the Uvalde shooting was 18 years old, had obtained the guns and the ammunition that was used in that attack, had obtained those legally. So uh, they really were out there trying to petition those lawmakers to get the age raised to 21. That did not pass, and they were not successful. on the the flip side doing things like audit checks you know some of these implementations of creating active shooter plans working with law enforcement providing dps with detailed maps of every school campus for example and having better communication is something that makes those family members happy in preventing another uvalde or at least certainly taking the response time and making that a lot faster than the train wreck that we saw happen in that situation. So there are a lot of factors at play here, whether or not it works, that remains to be seen. However, some of those critics that say more guns are not going to keep people safer, and then then you also have critics, you know, this is awfully disappointing, now you're just going to bring you know a gun into a school that could be taken from the person and used for nefarious reasons, that's like the idea of being guns of schools. But I think that it's pretty safe to say, sadly, in 2023, these school shootings have become a bit of the norm across the country. They seem to happen much more frequently uh, than we'd like them to. And uh, Texas is doing its part to try and make sure that we can mitigate the risks of future shootings.
0: Casey Stiegel, thanks for joining the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition.
1: My pleasure.